Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. With Mike, Kevin, and Earl, concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. Tweet, message, email, snap, or mind meld with them right now. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast, and around the world. Now, here's Mike. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. I say coming back to you live. I guess it's yeah, it's coming back to you live. You were with us last week. It's it's coming back this week, right? Well, you were right. alive last week. I was alive last week. Yeah, yeah. So so it's coming. So it's coming back to you this week. I, you know, it's normally something I'd say at the second hour. Welcome back or after the break. But right. Well, you can welcome people back from last last yeah. week. Yeah, that's what we're doing. But what, uh, no, hey, next yeah. week is a crapshoot. Oh, oh, you listen. You never know what's going to happen next week. You know, just got to hoping to hoping to wake up on the right side of the dirt. You know, that's 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 all you're doing between now and then. Uh, hey, let me uh, let me go around the room real quick and introduce uh, my fellow uh, patriots that would be uh, sitting in with me. Uh, normally, sitting off on my left would be the courtroom assassin, the legal ninja, the uh, what else do we call him? Legal ninja, the, uh, the 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 lawyer extraordinaire. That would be a good one. <laughs> Absolutely, it. would be uh, would be attorney Kevin Maxwell. And uh, listen, it's been it's been a couple of weeks now. We've had a couple of runs here where uh, where Kevin has not been with us. He's just gotten so swamped there at work where weekends seem to be taking up a lot of his time. We're gonna we're gonna do what we can to get him in a, get him in here, you know, call in or get him back in the, back in the chair or something along those lines. But don't don't worry, Kevin is Kevin is still with us. He's not uh, he's not out there, you know, notorious RBGing it, you know, or uh, or RGB. He's not like notorious. Ruth Bader Ginsburg. He's, no. really, he's really alive. No, but <laughs> well, the battery on his scooter may have run out. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It may. It may have. He might be stuck between exits on the interstate. That's true. <laughs> that's it. And if he's on the turnpike, you know, those exits are much further apart. Yeah, they so, are. So it takes a while. Uh, uh, sitting in with me today is the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Please welcome back to the program, Major Bill. Bill. And it is wonderful, wonderful to be here. That is some top-notch intro music right there. I have to Listen, say. <laughs> I, I just, I, I'm still amazed by it. Every time that it plays that, you know, that it's, it hasn't won a, a Grammy. That's it. It's, uh, yeah, I think I'd have to share it, you know. I'm not sure. I, I might have to share that Grammy if I did. Uh, well, that's okay. Well, as long as you give credit. Yeah, true, true. And I, and listen, I, guess, I guess I'd have writing credits and vocals on that one. I guess I would. Yeah, for, yeah that's true. For both, so. Uh, he's uh, he's dead now, so maybe that's why it's not happening. Uh, you know, David, David Bowie, maybe. <laughs> it's kind of hard to sign the yeah, agreement. Yeah, can't get him to sign it. Can't get him to sign it. Uh, normally, sitting in on my right would be the uh, the my right hand man, the the great 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 grandson of Daniel Boone, and I'd please be welcoming back. His name is Earl. Doctor Corbett, approved memos, leader 
workshop. Earl, how are you doing today, sir? Normally, I'd be saying it's good to be back, but I'm not back. <laughs> you're you're not. So uh, now, last week, and I'm, I'm going to hand this off to you. Let you take this from here. Last week, you had uh, uh, you made the announcement here on the air. You had some uh, you had some skin cancer that you had to have taken care of, and you had the procedure yeah. done this week. Uh, obviously, yeah. everybody can hear your voice. This is not a pre-recorded yeah. or you know Earl bit. Um, and I wanted to let you take it from there and let people know firsthand how you're doing. Oh, I'm doing well uh, right now. Uh, my wife is taking very good care of me. She won't let me do a damn thing. <laughs> That's uh, nice. That's and, nice. And uh, the doctor gave me a good prescription of uh, properly authorized opioids. Oh, there you go. Well, hey, uh, Earl, I'm, I'm glad you're doing well, but you, you realize that Mrs. Earl is going to make you pay for this down the line. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yep. Probably. But right now I'm on good drugs, so I'm not that worried about it. <laughs> um, I heard a number, and I wanted to ask you again, uh, what was your stitches count? Uh, <clears throat> best we can count right now, uh, 65. 65 stitches. Oh, yeah. That's, that's I, a lot. That's I, I a little Frankenstein white. Yeah, I don't think it necessarily went exactly as the doctor had planned on it, because we talked about it uh, ahead of time, and he was thinking probably less than 10. Okay. But Less than 10, and then we have 65. Yeah. Or you realize that yeah. they... They have a license to practice medicine, and you should really go see them after they get it right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Medical practice, law practice. You know, exactly. Seems like everybody's practicing. I want somebody that's got it down. I'm not looking for the guy practicing, right? You know, that's that's the yeah. old joke. Um, the um, so they so they do this procedure on you. They 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 do 65 stitches. Uh, they 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 get they get this beast out, and now and now you're in the in in the rehab stage. I guess you got to. Because it's more stitches than you thought, and listen, you, you, you're, you're a kind of guy that uh, works with his hands, and uh, and and one of them's in a sling right now. So I guess you get a couple extra days off. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Right now, you know, I'm gonna take a week off and see how it goes from there. Uh, they did uh, one of one of the stitches is also where they uh, they removed a lymph node. Okay. So um, not only you know the physical recovery of the surgery, but then uh, got to wait and see how the biopsy comes back on that okay and if that comebacks clear then it's just recovery from the surgery if gotcha. it doesn't come back clear then we'll see what see what else they want to practice on me right see what the see what the next the next course of action is with them okay all right yeah um well that's good i know like i said we, we you and i we talked earlier today and uh, uh you, you know you know everybody out there is has already asked you know that's why we uh I, i'm grateful that you were Willing to come on the program to let everybody uh, let everybody hear it firsthand. So uh, you know, because I know I'd, I'd gotten a bunch of messages. So um, we're we're all uh, you know pulling for you, and but not pulling on you because that would hurt with all those stitches. You know, we're, we're <laughs> pull, pull, pulling for you. And and um, uh, folks, if you want to reach out and 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 give Earl a you know a thumbs up or whatever you want to do, he's he's at Arms Room Earl on the Twitter, or just reach us on the Facebook. It's uh, uh, facebook.com slash arms room radio. And, uh, and listen, he's, he's, I, listen, I, I'm watching him. He's still working on Facebook. So he's uh, the one hand that he's got working. <laughs> he's, st he's still able to, he's still able to comment with you on the Facebook. So, uh, he's got some computer accent or excuse me, computer access. So you can, you can check yeah. him out there if you want to. And just type a little slower. Yeah, that's, that's it. Well, it's like the other stuff you do one handed on the internet. What? Uh, well, sir, we're going to let you go. Tell uh, tell Mrs. Earl we said hello, and um, uh, whatever you need, you know how to reach us all. Any any, any of us uh, and and the listeners, I'm sure. Anything you need from them, there, everybody's pulling for you, sir. 
Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, that's uh, that's uh, that's Earl. He's the right hand man, and right now, you know what? It's it's a. I know this with the surgery. He's got uh, it's the left hand in a sling, so he's still the right hand man out there. So it's so yep. it's it's working out well. <laughs> uh, uh, thank you, Earl. We're, we'll 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 let you go, and um and 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 you know uh, thoughts and prayers. Everybody's there, and I listen. I got another one right now. I just they're, they're popping up on my my monitor. Thumbs up for Earl. I got thumbs up for <laughs> Earls coming coming through. So good. So you 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 have a good one, sir, and we will talk to you soon. Okay, take care, guys. Take care, Earl. I, I got the soundboard for you today, so don't worry about that. <laughs> okay, good. I, I know it's in good hands then. <laughs> uh, well, that was that was nice. I, I, I'm just all week long. I've been yeah, that was you know, concerned, worried, worried about what, what was going on. I, you know, Absolutely, is, yeah. He's look, he's part of the crew, and, yeah. and uh, thanks for the thumbs up, Officer Amy. Yep, just off, gives a thumbs up yep. there. They're out there for uh, for Earl. So he, uh, you know, he surprised me last week. I didn't know he was going to tell everybody. I, you know, I thought we were just, you know, he'd, uh, he would. He, he thought he was going to be back here this week. And uh, we knew we had you coming up, so we figured we could make it work. But well, you know, know when you go from ten it, stitches yeah. to sixty-five yeah. stitches, it's you know what? Let, let the guy stay home and have a break. Yeah, exactly. You shouldn't work him from hard. He's sharing this with everybody, and folks, you know that's because he, he cares about you. So, so reach out to him. Hey, you're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. We'll see you after the break. <laughs> Geltec Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love bourbon? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love whiskey? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love America? Boundary Oak Distillery. Then you'll love Boundary Oak Distillery. With names like Patton Armored Diesel, Sinful 69, and Lincoln Straight Bourbon, you can't go wrong. Boundary Oak Distillery. Located in the hills of central Kentucky, Boundary Oak Distillery is the first licensed distillery in Hardin County since Prohibition. Boundary Oak Distillery. Boundary Oak Distillery is a proud supporter of military service members and their families. Boundary Oak Distillery. Learn more today about Boundary Oak Distillery and where you can get some at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. That's Boundary 
BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Boundary Oak Distillery. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, you have the right of choice. You have the right to read books others don't like. You have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. You have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Mike. The following segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you like bourbon? Do you like America? Then you'll like Boundary Oak Distillery. Go to BoundaryOakDistillery.com to learn more. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. And by the way, we're going to have, uh, we'll have Mr. Uh, Kirk Chelberg from Ideal Conceal on with this next segment, so he'll be in, so stick, or stick around for that as well. This is the... Boundary Oak Distillery mm-hmm. segment of the program. And, uh, you know, listen, That's not, good stuff. Not only are they a sponsor of this segment, they're also uh, going to be a sponsor of my Sunday night uh, for St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> well, of, of course. You wouldn't have it any other I, way. I won't. I, listen, I, 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 have, I thought about putting some green dye into their stuff, and I thought about it. Nope, I'll just wear like a Celtic hat or something. Nice oh, green hat. Right, you can do that. Nice green hat. Maybe a Boston Bruins. Maybe, yeah, Bruins. Oh, yeah. Yeah, hockey. Yeah, 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 hockey. Have the hockey. hockey. Take shots. That's right. Take shots. They're putting on the foil, coach. Putting on the foil, coach. Those guys don't get off the bench. <laughs> oh boy, 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 oh boy. Um, hey, you know what? Uh, if you're if you're listening through the commercials, you heard uh, uh, Mr. Alan Gottlieb there from the Second Amendment Foundation, and he he makes a comment about uh, you know we you have the you with fast cars. He makes the comparison of a fast car. You know yes. he has he has a Corvette. Uh, you know he, just because he has the Corvette and it can go you know 150 200 miles an hour, it doesn't mean people can tell him he can't go that fast. He doesn't because you know he's a responsible human. <laughs> but, well. Uh, but but hearing that uh, him talk about that car, you kind of made a little snicker because you uh, you have a you have a car also. I I, I have a, a a scary black car that goes really really fast, and it in fact it chews up Corvettes. Chew, chews them up. Yes, chews them up. It, yes, uh, it does. You uh, you got a little you got a visit today. Yeah, too. yeah. You know, <laughs> I, I I love my fellow brothers and sisters with the <laughs> Florida Highway Patrol, uh, and they love me. Yes, and a matter of fact, enough uh, to say hello to you in the middle of your trip. <laughs> yes, yes. So I, was, I was coming up the turnpike here to do the show, and uh, and, and had a chance encounter with a uh, fine trooper. Yes, from the Florida Highway Patrol, right. and he's someone that recognized you. Yes, you know that's that's why he decided to stop you and say hello. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, he he came up and and we're talking. He goes. Uh, you know, major, you realize how fast you're going. And I said, yeah, yeah, I, I, as a matter of fact, I do, you know. Uh, <laughs> he goes, uh, well, where are you coming from? 
I said, well, to be honest, I was coming from November 5th, 1955. <laughs> and uh, he looked at me, laughed. He goes, okay, Marty, you have a good day. And he walked back to his, it's, walked back to his it's it. fast car. Yeah. And, uh, and, and we both went our own way. Got to get back to the future. That's absolutely so. <laughs> back to the future, if, folks. If you realize what speed you need to get to. Yeah. Uh, which is probably the speed that I was coming down. It, it, he got me coming down, I think. Uh, I, I don't think it was he saw anything above yeah. that. But, yeah, you know. know. So listen, you were you were hovering right there at seventy on the turnpike. Well, and, you know, uh, listen, I I wasn't going, f- you know, fast. I was flying low. There you go. There you go. That's it. So <laughs> yeah, you have a lot of jet time, Mike. So, I do. You know, you know what that's like. I do. Do actually got a little little bonus jet time this week. Yeah, I saw and, that. Uh, that that must have been bonus, nice. A little bonus jet time this week. I did. I did. And uh, I actually flew down to Fort Lauderdale. And I think you probably beat me in your car. Well, <laughs> it's, you know, it's, it, 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 like I said, it's not the bill, of, <laughs> the bill of rights, not the bill of needs. That's right. Exactly right. And exactly I have right. a need, a need, need for, for speed. speed. It's okay, though, because right. you were inverted. I was That's inverted. Right. It. So it's all good. It works out. The, um, earlier this week, uh, we, we put a post up on the, uh, on the Facebook page, and it was a cool little patch we saw and didn't think it was going to go the way it did. Uh, it's, it's a patch that says, make America full auto again. Listen, <laughs> what's wrong with rock and roll? I, listen, if you got that kind of money to, to, to burn, you know, literally that, that kind of money to, you know, to, to pull the trigger on and watch those rounds go down range, you know, 50 cent, dollar at a time, whatever it is, then, then good on you. You know, listen, this, you know what's really neat is when the barrel gets so oh, hot, yeah, yeah, yeah. you yeah. can actually see the bullets passing through them. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's hot. That's hot. Yeah. Um, yeah, it looks like you're holding a lightsaber at that point. Well, you remember in our <laughs> army like, days when yeah. they'd issue us the, the oven mitts to be able to change yeah. out the, yeah. the barrels on the, uh, the barrels M60s. And the M60s. And the 50s, yep. Yeah. yep, the uh, the asbestos gloves. Well, you haven't lived until you haul a pig. Oh, yeah, oh boy. Yeah, because listen, for those that you know, those military guys, you carried the old M60 machine gun, uh, and that was the easy job. The hard job was the guy next to him carrying the ammo, <laughs> the tripod, and the uh, and and looked like a like a, a giant squirt bottle full of, you know, a... Uh, uh, Cleaning lubricant and protectant fluid, some CLP. You know the guy that I really, really felt sorry for was the the mortar platoon, the guy who carried the plate. Oh, the plate guy. Especially if it was an eighty-one millimeter. Yeah, yeah, the plate guy. Yeah, plate guy bad. always had a hard time. Plate guy always had a hard time. Uh, so we had this patch, make America full auto again, and that started the conversation about the National Firearms Act of nineteen thirty-four. And uh, you know, our belief, my belief, we'll find out if it's our belief in a minute. Um, <laughs> that. Um, uh, the National Firearms Act of 1934 is one of the biggest infringements on the Second Amendment we've ever seen. Uh, you know, there's, there's, let's, let's go back to, let's go back to 1775 when uh, the British decided they wanted to take certain firearms from us in Lexington and Concord. I mean, when they said we couldn't import oh, yeah. the muskets anymore? Yeah, yeah, exactly. 74, I think, was the, was the, was the ban on importation. 75 was the, was the ban. 70, April 19th. No, no, you're right. 74 yeah. was the ban. Yep. 75. Yep, April 19th, 1775, and April 20th, the Battle of Lexington Concord, when they said we're coming for them. That's the shot heard around the world. Yes, yes it is. Yes it is. And then we got upset in 19, yep, or yep. 1776. Yep, yep, yeah. That was when the official declaration came. Yes. Yep, yep. And uh, it, was, it was actually on the July the 2nd that the paperwork was complete. Yes. But they didn't have, like, you know, whiteout. No. So they had to wait two days to publish because they put July 4th. They thought it was going to take them longer. Well, you know, so it, they, it is what it is. Yeah. You got to work within the parameters that you have. Yeah, that's what, that's what, that's what they did. Yeah, <laughs> and, and it's, it was uh, what, what I like to call it. It was the Popeye moment. You know, I've had <laughs> yeah. all I can stand. I can't stand some more. <laughs> that's it. Yep. Uh, yep. That's so. exactly what happened. But um, they had, back then, you had the, you know, the, same, the same type rifles, the military equipment. You know, the, the, the government 
had you know the the top of the line you know uh, musket you know uh, shooter. They had, you had all of these top firearms, and the Second Amendment was written in in 1789 there to 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 make sure the citizens citizenry had the same weapons available. And for the most part, in the United States, we had that until the National Firearms Act of 1934, which restricts what we commonly would call Class Three firearms. Now that's your machine guns, your uh, short barrel rifles, short barrel shotguns, suppressors. Uh, and then there's any other weapons in there, which are weird stuff like pen guns and things like that. Well, you know, it's all the stuff that they don't want you to have. Well, ex- exactly right. And they did it in the name of safety. And when they when they did the, the NFA Act of 1934, it was because the listen, prohibition had just ended. You had the, the, the St. Valentine's Day massacre there in Chicago. You had uh, the attempted assassination of, uh, uh, of Roosevelt there in 1933. Hold, hold on a second. There was gun violence in Chicago? Oh yeah, and it's hard to believe. Yeah, it's hard to believe. I'm shocked. Don't they have gun control there? Yeah, yeah, hard, hard to believe any any of that ever occurred. So, so, our, you know, my belief, our belief is that the NFA Act is is a is a huge thing, and that's what we should be working towards the repeal of. Uh, as it is now, you could still get short barrel shotguns, short barrel rifles, suppressors. You could buy all new ones. You pay a two hundred dollar tax stamp, like it's not a fee, like it's not a penalty. Isn't that um, why we had the Boston Tea Party? Exactly. It was over right. a stamp. Exactly. Stamp right. Now, $200 right now, every time I've got to pay one, I'm like, eh, I don't want to pay one. Imagine how much $200 was in 1934. That was why they came up with that number in 1934. So they, they tried to make it out of reach for everyone. Now you can't buy, since the Gun Control Act of 1986, you can't buy any full auto machine gun made prior to 1986. Everything that's made after that is, is made for uh, the government services or for demonstration purposes for manufacturers. Um, but reading back through some of the, the Facebook comments here, and we wanted to include, include the fans on here, from... Uh, Daniel Farnsworth, absolutely repealed. It was a completely unconstitutional and ineffective power grabbed by the federal court, which is I- exactly right. We, you know, we, 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 we know that just talking about that here. We have from uh, Carl Pisa, repeal. Mark Renninger, repeal. Uh, you know, Joe says, repeal it. David Wilcox, this is, this is a good one. I'm gonna, we got enough time for it. Okay, here goes. The NFA is a double-edged sword. It makes full-auto firearms more difficult and expensive to legally obtain, but... It's simply being there is now apparently putting semi-automatic arms in jeopardy. Uh, personally, I don't want a full auto firearm. I can barely afford to feed and care for their semi-automatic lookalikes. I was shown one at a class and have access to them at area ranges, but find the reloading process tedious and boring. Still, if citizens want them, why the hell not? Definitely would like to see the Hughes a- Amendment to the 1968, which is commonly called the Gun Control Act, the Hughes Amendment to the 1986 Federal Firearms Owner Protection Act repealed. Yeah, that's what I love about the, the people that listen to the show is that they are fully educated on on what's going on and, and everything. And, and the, in fact, they educate us yes. a, a little bit on different things. Uh, let me give out to, to Robert Benzio. Again, pr- pretty much the same uh, as everybody else is talking here. But as he points out, the reason that we have the, such the push going on now, even with a, a Republican president, a Republican Senate, is because... Listen, the Democrats know that the House is swinging, or excuse me, that the Senate, or excuse me, that the Supreme Court is swinging, and that Trump's appointing conservative federal judges. So if they don't get gun control you mean the in ones now, that abide by the Constitution. Yes, okay. if we don't get gun control in now, they may never get it because the courts are going to say, no, that's not what the intent of the Constitution and our founding fathers were. So, so some some good points made by everybody uh, there. So thanks for participating in uh, in that in that little conversation. Hey, listen, when we get back, we're going to have. Mr. Kirk Chelberg from Ideal Conceal and some of the latest updates and news from him. So stick around. We'll be back after the break.
Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Hey, Mike, you ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter at work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Earl. This segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by GunTech USA. For tactical excellence, check them out online at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Hey, I, first off, I want to say thank you, everybody, for, uh, for, uh, for tweeting in, for messaging in. Uh, uh, yes, Earl did sound great. Uh, he'll be, he should be back with us soon. So, uh, uh, many, many thanks to all of you for, uh, for asking how Earl's. Oh, the one question I did have is evidently Fred, the beard is fine. They did not have to shave Fred, the beard for the procedure. So, so <laughs> no, he, that, he, that is, survived. he is, he is okay. Uh, Bill, you've heard for some, you've heard, you're hearing from the army over there. Yeah, absolutely. You know, there's, there's, uh, near and dear to our, both of our hearts, a private callista up there with Bravo company first of the two twenty second out there at Fort Eustis. Uh, wanted to make sure that Earl was okay and wanted to tell Uncle Mike hi. Oh, I'll have to let Uncle Mike know when I see him. Um, <laughs> that's actually the holster I keep my forty-five in. I got an Uncle Mike pocket holster. That's right. So, so thank you to the Army out there and thank you to uh, uh, to, to Private Callista. That's right. The Bravo Company Bulldogs. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Um, hey, on the line with us we have Mr. Kirk Shelberg. Kirk is the uh, the owner CEO there of Ideal Conceal. You hear them here all the time on the on the show, and we've we've got him back with us. Kirk, how are you doing today, sir? 
Well, I'm well, thank you kindly. How are you guys doing this fine afternoon? You know, doing doing all right. I want to tell you, doing good, doing good. I tell you, I've looked at uh, you know we we had the your your latest update and your latest uh, video, and I and I got to say, uh, how is it that it's snowing up there yet you appear to be uh, you know getting all working out in buff? <laughs> yeah, let's not get carried away. I appreciate the sentiment, but uh, no, you know, good Minnesotans pack on winter pounds because you just never know when you're going to get stuck in a snowbank. So well, you I'm may have to hibernate. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Right, exactly. So, uh, you, the latest updates are out, and we I saw the video. We see we've we've seen the uh, the emails. Uh, we want to let you uh, everybody know here. You know, we're listening. We're coming to you from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios, so we want to make sure we get the updates out as well. Absolutely. Well, you know, we went through a little bit of a trauma. I think um, startups generally tend to run into right. these. We had a company that was putting them together for the people that haven't, you know, followed us a lot. And, you know, they failed. So we took it all over and we had to start from scratch. And we have done that. We've, you know, bought tools and benches and whatever we needed. And we've hired a, you know, part time person so far. And we're looking to hire more folks as we go. But um, we have put together the first 50 pistols. Um, we have to get some parts in yet to finish the next 250. But, you know, it's one of those things where we get all our parts, suppliers, and vendors all in sync. It'll just take a couple rounds of buying from them, and then everything will sync up. So it's just a temporary inconvenience waiting for the parts. But all together, you know, we're, we're making our we're making our own gun in our own house, and we have control over all of our quality and everything else. And um, I think it's it's just going to be a way for us to just constantly keep improving. Now, now, Kurt, those uh, first fifty that that you put together, are they all spoken for? Or uh, <laughs> oh yeah, can I yeah. can I, can I uh, get get in on that list? <laughs> yeah, I um, unfortunately, you know, when people call us, they say, "Well, I'd like one." It's like, yeah, well, we're about you know sixty or more days out because Shot Show was very good to us. Yes. Um, awesome, you know, that always is. Uh, we had we had ten thousand visitors at our booth in four days, yeah. so I wondered why I was tired. Oh, so but, it was it was slow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, I, and it was really rewarding. Cause, I mean, I had people come and say, hey, we came just to see you, but the rest of the show is kind of gravy. Right, 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 <laughs> it was right. rewarding to have people, you know, feel that way. And so that was real good to us. And then Fox 9 here in, in Minneapolis um, must have had a slow news week because they came out to interview me. Right. And uh, so that broke, and then and then stations picked it up all around the country. So it's, I mean, I've, I've been getting calls from everywhere and, and dealers ordering. And so, yeah, it's been a good run. Now we just have to get in sync with the with the building. But that's in taking something over. And as always, we move slow because, you know, we're going to do this right and we're going to do it right out of the gate. And uh, we, we, we really kind of screwed that opportunity up the first time by letting somebody else build them for us. Um, you know, frankly, I'm just a little allergic to employees and all the things right. that go with running a business right. sometimes. And I just wanted to, I just wanted to outsource. And I, I found out that, you know, there's no way to do something as good as we'll do it. So that's, well, it's been a good thing. Yeah. Real good thing. Listen, that's, that's natural though. You know, when you, when you've got the idea and you've got the product you start to make it and you're new into a business and, and anybody that's ever been involved in business ownership or working up there in the management levels understands this. You, you, you know, you, you want to, be able to reach out to somebody else and have them, you know, pat you on the back and make you feel good that, yeah, this is a good product. We can do this together. It's almost as if it takes a little bit of that stress off of you to hear somebody else say, yeah, we got this and we can team up on this together. Unfortunately, what it comes down to is, you know what, it's your baby, not theirs. And maybe they don't, maybe they get it, you know, they see a new shiny squirrel or whatever it is that takes them away from it. Uh, and you end up back, you know, you know, sometimes like, like you have, I know I did myself also 
But you know what? It's back in it's back in your hands. You know, you've got control over everything again, and that's just going to make it a better product, even though it does come out a couple months later than you wanted it to. Absolutely, and that's um, I'm just continually amazed at how many people cannot hit their ass with both hands. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just unbelievable how many people, you know, just can't. They can't. They promise the world, and they just can't even get out of Minnesota. I mean, I don't. Yeah. I don't get it. Yeah. But it is what it is, and we are where we are, and. Um, so it's, it's been good for us and good for the company in the long run. And I'm really looking forward to moving forward in this, in this avenue now that we're in and being able to ship right from our own, our own private offices and not have to deal with other people. So it's been real good. Well, I mean, we deal with vendors, but that's yeah, the right. kind of a different thing. So. Right. Exactly. Now you're going to be at, uh, NRA show. Yes, sir. Yep. Okay, we'll good, good, yeah. So we'll be there, we'll be there together again. So we'll, we'll, we'll be able to hook back up with you there. Let me, uh, Kirk, we've got about three minutes left. Um, when your latest update come out, when you you know, and, and this happens every time it comes out, you know, it gets it gets thrown over on social media, and the first thing that you hear is, um, "Oh, well, this is going to get more people shot or more cops shot and everything else like that." Like, like the gun is the bad problem, you know, not not the people that don't pay attention to what they're you, the people that don't abide by the law. Well, and the thing about that is, and I've and I've shown people this before, is you go on the internet and look up concealed carry. Um, garments and stuff there's so many ways a person can conceal any kind of gun that they want if you're intent on doing harm you're not going to really look to this piece because you're bringing first of all you're bringing two shots or 16 shot gunfight right right you're just not very good at math if you're doing that (laughs) and the other thing about our pistol which is which is a purposeful safety is that you have to deploy the handle before you can pull the trigger unlike any other gun yeah so I mean, if a guy wants to cause harm, this is not going to be what they try to use. I, I just don't see it. Um, I don't think it's going to be that big of an issue. And we are trying to really be out in front of that. I mean, I spent you know, a couple hours with TSA, FBI, Capitol Police, you name it. They all got photos and x-rays. And you know, we're working with anybody who wants those documents. We get them to them. So you know, we're intent on making sure that at least the best that we can control, nobody will do anything like that. Well, Kurt, you know it's it's like you said. This is a, it's a two shot pistol. We're not we're not in the eighteen hundreds. This isn't Ford Theater. Uh, or somebody's not going to use this to create uh, some type of strife or situation or mass shooting or anything like this. This is this is for one of those where you know Mike and I tell you, you know we we need to run into Seven Eleven. We're out uh, out running somewhere. You can throw it in your pocket. It's something there to provide a line of defense should you find yourself in a situation. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's the thing about it is it is purely a defensive weapon. And I think that I think the time will show that there isn't going to be any kind of issue like that. Yeah, I, I agree with you, Kirk. I, obviously, we, we've talked about this several times before. This is a this is an I well, not, not to you know be corny, but this is it's an ideal. It's, it's, it's the ideal concealment weapon for listen, you, you, you're in the hot weather and you can't carry a uh, you can't hide a pistol real well. You're just, you know, you're, you're working out at the gym and, uh, you know, a, a regular full size or, a, you know, compact size Glocks kind of, kind of stands out in your, in your, uh, your fitness clothes there. You know, this is, I'm at the beach, you know, and I, and I want, I want to have something in my pocket with me and I don't want to be the crazy guy at the beach, you know, op- open carrying, you know, th- you know, th- this is, this is that, this is what that's for. This is, you might have a vicious lobster or something. Coming. <laughs> right. Exactly. Right. Um, well, and I welcome, I actually welcome this discussion because people have to also add into this discussion that you need to stop acting like a dope when you have a policeman or any kind of law enforcement, you don't have, you're not supposed to be flailing around and doing crazy stuff. It's called 10 and two. 
Uh, you know, yes, sir, yep. here's my stuff. It's this entitlement world that we're living in that's causing more of these problems than anything because people think they don't have to listen. Do what you do what the nice policeman tells you to do. Keep your hands where he tells you to keep them. Listen, if you you're, if you're found lurking behind a building and 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 he just wants to make sure that you're not the burglar, you do what he tells you to do. You don't run. You don't take your flashlight. You don't, or you don't take your cell phone. You don't point it at him. You, you know that's that's what happens. That's how people get shot because they don't pay attention and don't respect law enforcement. Well, yeah, yeah so you, you have the thought of. Says, you have the thought of people ahead, always saying that, you know, well, well, I'm a nice guy. I didn't do anything wrong. Well, you know, the law enforcement officer doesn't know that. You know, he doesn't have a crystal ball and can't see what's going, going on in your head. And if he, somebody says, put your hands up, it doesn't mean keep up. Well, if you got a bag from Walmart in your hand, you're going to hold that up in the air? No, you're <laughs> not going to. Exactly. You know, so put your phone down. You know, better to drop your phone than get dropped by a bullet. I mean, exactly right. it doesn't matter. Exactly right. Kirk, thanks for joining us. It's uh, idealconceal.com. Folks, go to idealconceal.com, and you can learn more about it. Kirk, we'll talk to you soon. The Keltech PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltech. See more at keltechweapons.com. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! Thank you for calling Next Level Training. This is Jen. How can I help you today? Hi, Jen. This is Mike. Is this the home of the Next Level Training CERT SIRT training pistol? It sure is. Jen, do you have military discounts? Of course. How about law enforcement discounts? Law enforcement and military always receive 20% off of Next Level Training. Wow, that's awesome. What about if I'm an instructor? We also have specific packages designed exactly for instructors. Jen, what if I want to buy a lot of them all at once? Yeah, we offer volume pricing. Are the CERT pistols made in America? Right here in Washington State. Do the CERT pistols have a warranty? All of our CERT training pistols come with a one-year warranty. How can I purchase one? You can purchase one online anytime at nextleveltraining.com, or you can purchase one over the phone with me. Jen, can you answer one last question for me? Yeah. Will you go to the prom with me? Not a chance. Thanks for calling, though. If you want your very own CERT SIRT training pistol, just go to nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com, and be sure to tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. Hi, this is Mike, and I'm a satisfied client. Do you have an emergency at 2 a.m. and need a lawyer? Max Law Orlando. Pop for DUI? Max Law Orlando. Custody issues? Max Law Orlando. Time for a divorce? Max Law Orlando. Do you provide a product or service but can't afford a lawyer? Max Law Orlando. Do you have a full-service law firm on speed dial? Max Law Orlando. Then these guys can make you a deal. Check them out at MaxLawOrlando.com for all your legal needs. This commercial has been paid for by The Arms Room. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. 
So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Got a question for the guys? Well, you can reach them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio live, coast to coast and around the world, with Mike and the guys in the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. The following segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by Snag Mag, the premier concealed magazine holster. Check them out today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal, a cell phone, a pistol studios. Hey, if you're carrying extra magazines around and they're banging around in your car, you got them in your back pocket or in the you know, side pocket of your coat or something like that, you need to get over to Snag Mag. Snagmag.com. As Major Bill Pills is out, he's got his snagmag.com. Hold that magazine in there. And it's uh it's the it's the premier way to carry a, to carry your spare mags. That's that's for sure. Unless unless you're the guy who carries spare guns. That's that's about it. You know, that's well, the only it, excuse I could see. Or like Earl said, you're going swimming. If you don't <laughs> like to reload, yes. you just right. get the second pistol. Exactly right. Exactly. That's I believe they call that uh, in the in the competition world, that's called the New York reload. There you go. Yeah, you drop the one gun, go for the other. That's 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 what that is. Uh, hey, there's a, we got a story for you out of uh, the D.C., the metropolitan uh, D.C. area. This is with the, uh, the D.C. Capitol Police. It's not, uh, not the D.C. Metro not, Police. Not the Metro. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Not the Metro Police. Uh, there's a little bit of background to this, a little bit of history. We'll get into this. This, uh, this, this way, um, the story is written. Uh, we're going to tear up uh, the author here as well. Uh, <laughs> so, so, you know, because you know, it's what we do. It's what we do. Well, anytime you hyphenate your last name. Yeah, right, right. And I, I get, I'm just hoping this is a... Uh, it appears to be a woman. Well, Catherine. Yeah, well, Catherine. You, you don't you can't, know. Can't make that assumption anymore. Could be Pam. Can't make that. That's right. That's right. Could be uh, Pat. Yeah, yeah. Could be a Pat. Yeah, that's right. Uh, uh, this is from author Catherine Tully-McManus. So, uh, you know, when you, when you hear some of the craziness come out of our, uh, out of our uh, mouths here right now, just know that uh, we're giving you her quotes. Uh, this is basically uh, the story is Capitol Police left unattended weapon in the Capitol bathroom again. 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 This Cap- has happened yeah, twice several, previously. Several, a couple times before. Yeah. I don't want to say several. A Capitol Police lieutenant left his, left his service weapon in a bathroom Monday night, and the unattended gun was discovered by another Capitol Police officer. Okay. A couple of things we want to hit here. Well, so we've all been in that spot before. We've all, all been in that spot, whether you're, uh, whether you're law enforcement, you're uniformed, you're, uh, you're, you're off-duty. You're military. Carrying, military. You're carrying concealed. Whether you're, you're, you're Joe Citizen you know, carrying your concealed weapon or open carrying, depending on where you happen to be. You, you, you know, that, that, that nature call comes, and it's that one where you got to close the door. It's the taco revenge. Yeah. Wait, what yeah. about that story we did at Home Depot? Oh, yeah. I'm going to yeah. blow this place up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that could have been, could have been this guy. It could have been. <laughs> could have been, been, been. So, I, you know, listen, folks, you can all picture it. You, you go in there, and you're, you're concerned. You really don't want your firearm banging around on the floor, you know, whether it's on your belt, whether it's on your pants, it's in your shorts. Uh, you don't want to set it up on top of the uh, 
you know, the curved toilet paper rack, right? Well, I, so, I think your your bigger concern at that point is if you're going to blow out an O-ring or not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so you you take your firearm and you uh, you hang it on the hook behind the door there, is, or is in the uh, or in the holder where you get the uh, little that little toilet sheet cover. Yes, paper. yes, so, something because you there, know yeah. that's going to protect you. Yeah. Uh, so you know that that's what happens, and then uh, you're trying to get out of there. You know, you're trying to, you're doing you're doing uh, you're trying to be quiet. You're doing courtesy flushes. You know, it's yeah. a public restroom. You're trying to get out. You know, you that or you may smoke yourself out. Oh yeah, yeah, you might have to. You got uh, just continue to flush. That's all you have to do is continue to flush. And if it's one of those really powerful jets, you can work on some squats there too, because you want to stand up, stand <laughs> up true. an inch or two, because you yeah. don't want to, you don't want to be drying all that off, all that stuff off. So, this police lieutenant left a firearm there in the stall, uh, and it was found by another Capitol police officer. But it wasn't like the other Capitol police officer was waiting in line to get in there. It was because there was a report. Right uh, after the house adjourned on Monday, Lieutenant Mike Bird left his Glock 22 in a bathroom in the Capitol Visitor Center complex. Uh, according to sources familiar with the incident, Bird is the commander of the House Chamber section of the Capitol Police, and he was on the job Tuesday and Wednesday. So after this happened Monday, he was back to work Tuesday and Wednesday is the point they're trying to make. Bird addressed the incident at a Tuesday morning officer's roll call, and according to sources, told fellow officers that he will be treated differently because of his rank as a lieutenant. The article here makes fun of, well, it's not clear exactly what the lieutenant meant. I'll tell you exactly what the lieutenant meant. Lieutenant meant that... Uh, he's going to be held to a higher standard than even his officers. Absolutely. Well, he's the commander of the unit. I, that's that's what you would have the expectation of. Exactly. Exactly right. So he's, he's, he wanted his officers to know that, uh, uh, you know, he, he made a mistake. He made a tactical mistake. He made a safety mistake. And he's going to be uh, dealt with, uh, you know, above and beyond the way that a regular officer would be dealt with if this so, happened. You know, and, and it's good something like this. When you make a mistake, you stand up, say, listen, I, I screwed up. And uh, you take your lumps and you move on. Nothing personal. Exactly right. Now, to help point out the ignorance of the author here. <laughs> I love this. The, the major's going to read the next sentence here for you. The, the next one that, that obviously is the commentary that was put in there, too, to educate everybody out there that I, I, if people didn't know, that unlike a gun with a traditional safety, the Glock will fire if the trigger is pulled. Say it ain't so. <laughs> I, you know, who would have thunk that if you pull the trigger on a firearm that it is going to go off? You this, know, and then making and, and making the discovery of this particular weapon at the Capitol complex particularly concerning. I hear if you look at the Glock long enough, it'll shoot because it doesn't have a safety. Well, that's because you're intimidating. <laughs> it's, it. it's, a t- it's, tr- it's it's triggered. It's triggered. That's they triggered it. it. So it's going to go off because it's been triggered. triggered. Folks, anybody that has, has ever owned a firearm uh, or, or practiced or, or, or trained with a firearm knows that statement to be ridiculous. <laughs> right? Yes. Uh, because the Glock doesn't have the safety, it's, it just makes it even more dangerous that it's just going to go off while it's by itself in the bathroom. It's, it's, it's crazy. Because it was unattended. If you leave unattended guns without safeties laying around... They're going to just go off on their own. It's going to start shooting toilets. That's right. That's, what, that's what's yeah. going to happen. Uh, you looking at me? Then the poop will hit the fan. You looking yeah. at me? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's that's what's gonna happen. So it's yeah. That's why you gotta weave it in a holster. It's gotta be. It's like you gotta muzzle a dog. Yeah. Uh, Capitol Police said the weapon was discovered during a routine security sweep Monday. Uh, once the weapon was secured, the department began an immediate investigation into the manner, uh, according to the Capitol Police. Listen, I can't tell you the number of times where uh, if you're in that law enforcement world, you've 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 been around and you've looked over at the partner or maybe at yourself and said, uh, uh, hey, "Hey, where's your firearm?" You, I mean, this might be when you're you're coming out of the jail. Your firearm is secure in, the, in your vehicle, or it's it's secure in the lockbox. You're, you're, you know, they're calling you on the radio. It's time to get back to work. And, and, you, and you take two steps past the lockbox and go, well, I guess I should get my gun before I leave. That would be a good thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That would be a good thing. Um, so, you know, it's, it's, 
you know, I don't know. Maybe the lieutenant got called away. Maybe he got distracted. He's wearing that. Listen, they're wearing them full duty rigs up there as, as uniform officers. And, uh, you know, when, you're, when your belt is, you know, 20, 25 pounds, you, you, sometimes you miss the three pounds of the Glock on there. Yeah. Well, you know, and it, also, if, you, if you're having an uh, intestinal emergency, like some people do, it's, it's quite funny when it doesn't happen to <laughs> yeah. you. Because yeah. when you walk into the PD, you'll see the trail of equipment, the belt keepers, yeah. the different parts yeah. and pieces <laughs> that are coming <laughs> off, right. uh, trying to get into the restroom right. uh, so that you can take care of that, that emergency. Um, it's... Uh, and I know you're listening out there, are the, are the female officers that listen, and I hear from them all the time. Uh, and every time a guy talks about, yeah, I got to go into the bathroom, the woman always looks at, uh, the female officer will look at us and say, yeah, I got to do that several times a day. You might, you just got to plan around Taco Bell. <laughs> you know, because you know, so, the women. Well, that is true, but, yeah. you know, you, you wanted to get in on this job. <laughs> uh, this is not the first time this happened up there in uh, D.C. back in 2015. Uh, the author calls it a rash a member of the Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell's security detail left his Glock and magazine stuffed in the toilet seat cover at the Capitol Visitor Center bathroom, as Major Bill pointed out earlier. Uh, it is one of the ways where you can leave them. Uh, we, had a, we also had a loaded firearm in the bathroom at the Ohio Republicans' office suite where a seven- or eight-year-old uh, child was visiting with the parents. Uh, so, the, you know, they were, they were available. Third Glock was found in, by the custodial staff. Uh, in the uh, in, in the D Street building, excuse me, the, the Capitol Police Headquarters building over there. So we D have Street. we have three incidents since 2015, and that's a rash. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. Let's listen. Whether you're law enforcement, whether you're military, whether you're civilian carrying your firearm, always know where your firearm is. This is the point of this story. This is the lesson to be learned here. Always have positive control and awareness of where your firearm is. Does it, Major? Does it make a difference if it's a cop or it's the civilian leaving this gun in the bathroom? No, no, it doesn't. It's because it's an unintended weapon, and you know we don't want the, the wrong person getting their hands on it. This is uh, the again, folks. The lesson is here: carry carry a good holster. Remember, friends don't let friends carry nylon holsters. Uh, you know, you want good retention. That's number one. You don't want this thing slipping out while you're in the bathroom. But believe me, if it falls in the bowl and you got to go getting it, yeah, that's 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 going to be unpleasant for you also. But always maintain. Positive control of your firearm. Positive control of your firearm. Positive control of your knife if you're carrying one. Positive control of your car keys if you're carrying them. Listen, these all these things for, for those that carry firearms go hand in hand. When you get ready to go, it's, uh, you know, where's my wallet? Where's my watch? Where's my knife? Where's my gun? Where's my keys? You know, they're, you all, see they're people, all together. You, you see people freak out and they leave their cell phone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and they come running back in after Absolutely. that. Yeah, yeah. So. Especially if you leave it in an Uber. Yeah, yeah. oh, boy. Yeah, I've seen that happen. At shot, at shot Show. I've seen that happen before. <clears throat> you did it. Um, <laughs> the, uh, uh, folks, listen, that's the first hour of the program. I want to thank our guests. Uh, you know, we had uh, Major Bill is here joining with us. We had uh, Earl called us on the phone. And then, of course, to Kirk Chelberg from Ideal Conceal. Listen, until next hour, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. All my brothers and sisters in blue, remember, wear your vest, wear your seatbelt, always go home at the end of your shift. Don't forget, keep your head on a swivel. We'll see you next hour. If you aren't ready, get ready. If you are ready, stay ready. The Kel-Tec Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Kel-Tec. See more at keltecweapons.com.
If you carry concealed, how do you carry your backup magazine? On your belt? Loose in your pocket? Not at all? Snag Mag is the solution. It's the original concealed pocket magazine holster that looks like you're carrying a pocket knife. Concealed in plain sight and designed for a fast reload, you can be confident your backup ammo is exactly where you need it when you need it. Find your holster today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com because there's no such thing as extra ammo. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. With Mike, Kevin, and Earl. Concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here. And you can connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. Tweet, message, email, snap, or mind meld with them right now. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast, and around the world. Now, here's Mike. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Hey, we want to go around the room here real quick. I want to introduce everybody that's here with me, uh, you know, because we promised to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. Normally, but sitting on my right would be the right-hand man, the great-great, 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 great-grandson of Daniel Boone. I'd please be welcoming back. His name is Earl. Talk to corporate. Approve memos. Lead a workshop. And uh, as you heard, first hour, Earl went, underwent a procedure, had some uh, had a, had, a, had a skin some skin cancer taken out, and well, six, that's what he's telling us. Well, yeah, sure. So we might come back and be reassigned. Is what you're saying? Well, I, I'm not saying. That. I'm <laughs> just saying he, he said it was skin cancer. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Really, you know, okay. you go from ten stitches to sixty-five. You know, that's good. Might be something else. Might be something. Might else. Be. But, uh, might but be. He, he appears to be doing well. We had him on. You heard him on the. Program first hour, first segment. He was with us, so all that matters is the beard is okay. Yeah, the beard. Fred is all right. Fred is all right. Yeah, he uh, he thought um, it was initial that uh, they were going to just do ten stitches, a little snip, snip, little, you know, and, and he'd be back in here for the show. And uh, evidently, the doctor saw something and wanted to be a little extra cautious, so they took a little bit, uh, a little nip and tuck, a little, a little nip and tuck, and uh, and uh, and he's uh, he's experiencing. What did he say? The the joys the, of the side effects of opiates. Yes, at this point, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. So there is a, we can have men and he sounded, you know, lucid. He sounded good. He but did. And, and Mrs. Earl is taking good care yeah, of him, yeah. which is going to cost him down the road. Oh yeah. 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 But uh, right, Mrs. Earl, it's a maybe, <laughs> maybe dinner and dinner and something. If he had come in, he'd have said some stuff on the air and been like, I don't remember saying that. I don't remember being there. You know, so, <laughs> so that happened. Uh, normally be sitting on the left would be the courtroom assassin, the legal ninja attorney, Kevin Maxwell. And, uh, and he is, uh, he's, uh, listen, this guy's, uh, he's rolling the, 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 the law business here in the Florida area. Has gone, uh, has gone, has gone wild. So we're trying to get Kevin to call in today if we can. If not, uh, we'll get him back in his chair here soon enough for you. I know, I know everybody uh, misses his his banter, his his uh, his many years of wisdom. Many, 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 many years of wisdom. <laughs> many, many hieroglyphic years. type. Hierog- yep, yeah, that's it. He remember he wasn't in the Civil War 
He was in China at the time. Right. He was <laughs> so in China. Absolutely. Yeah. He, was, he was somewhere else. Uh, well, also joining me in the, in the, well, also, he's the one joining me in, in the studio today. Uh, please welcome to the program, uh, Major Bill. Ground control to Major Bill. And it is absolutely great to be here. Well, thank you, sir. Thank you for coming up and joining us. We had, we had this planned where it was going to be all four of us here, and it ended up being the two of us. So, you know, it works out. It saves me, uh, saves me and Tom a little bit of talking. Well, you know? that, and and, <laughs> uh, and it, it's going to certainly cut down on your bar tab. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I, um, I, 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 nothing but uh, spritzers and uh, just, you know, white wine, white wine spritzers and um, walks on the beach and walks on the beach. Yep. Okay. yep, yep. That's, that's, that's my thing. That's who I am. Uh, listen, uh, we want to get into it. We've got a lot of stuff on the show here, a lot of program left for you. Uh, and then we wanted to touch a little bit on what happened in New Zealand on, well, I guess Friday or uh, depending on which side of the dateline you were on, I guess Friday for us yes. is, is when it would have been reported. Um, listen, don't have a lot of the facts. Don't expect to get a lot of them here. We're reading the news just like you are. Um, I, I do know from uh, paying attention to what uh, Dr. John Lott has said up at the Crime Prevention Research Center uh, that uh, already now, where, where we, you know, one or two days, depending on, again, which, which calendar you're looking at, that New Zealand is now proposing uh, the ban on uh, semi-automatic weapons. Well, yeah, that was one of the first things that came out after, of course, the tragedy that, that happened there is immediately you started seeing uh, certain people jump on the bandwagon of the lax gun control laws that they have in New Zealand, uh, which, you know, that's not the form for this. That's not the discussion. It's the discussion is the, the loss of life, the, that this was a terroristic incident, that this was somebody who had hate in their soul, regardless of who right. the victims were. Right. Uh, that, they, but they immediately want to monopolize on this. It's like there's no care for the victims or the, or the families. It's this is how is this going to push my agenda? Yeah, and, and that's what it was said in this guy's manifesto. I guess we want to talk about his written his written statement that he had put out there beforehand was that one of the one of the reasons he chose firearms to do this because he looked at many things. He looked yes, at, he did. He looked at uh, you know doing uh, you know explosive style you know uh, um, um, with. Uh, basically fertilizer bombs, you know, and trying to put other, th other things together. Info. Yeah, the info. And he, he's decided that, um, no, because if he does this with a firearm, not only would this probably change firearm laws in New Zealand, that this would probably make an impact around the world, including in places like, like the United States. So, uh, because you know, I believe he did specifically mention the Second Amendment. Oh, he, absolutely. Yeah, he, he absolutely did. Um, you know, listen, this guy's obviously a nut, uh, but it's interesting to see how the media is... is selectively reporting you know these items you know that he is we're going to we're going to try and move more gun control into place even though the bad guy says i'm doing this because i want to see more gun control in place but it's for your safety it's for, of course it's for your safety it's, and we all know it's the gun's fault it's the gun's fault let me give you some stats out of new zealand just so you can put this into perspective uh, there's there's just under five million residents of of uh, new zealand way, way down there way listen you thought australia was way down there this is way down there, and then take a right. This is this is way down, or left if you're well, coming from the other way. Well, both figuratively and literally. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's nearly 250,000 licensed firearm owners in New Zealand, uh, and they're they're saying that uh, it's an estimated one and a half million firearms. So if you're doing the math, that's basically every you know every firearm owns owner is, owns an average of six firearms. Uh, yeah, listen, it could be only, one. One guy's six. got one and one guy's got 20. You know, I mean, yeah, well, somebody okay. with some decent numbers out there. Uh, 
As in Australia, but unlike the U.S., gun laws usually gain the support of both major parties before they are passed. And the way that happens is with a tragedy like this. This is what that shooter has told you. Based on the tragedy that he created, he's wanting to see gun laws be changed around, around the world. Gun licenses are issued at the discretion of the police in New Zealand, provided the police consider the person to be a good standing uh, person, uh, it, it's be, it be of good standing, I'm sorry. Well, that sounds like California. Yeah, 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 and without criminal, psychiatric, or drug issues, as well as meeting other conditions such as having stu- suitable storage facilities. Several different categories of licenses are permitted, with the lowest one being access to restricted semi-automatic rifles and shotguns. That's what, what you had in the shooting there. With limited capacity, while the higher levels, which permit fully automatic weaponry and pistols, are rarely issued to civilians. So basically what you have in New Zealand is that English-style gun control. You have that Australian-style gun control where you have to go through stringent restrictions to get the firearm. And even so, you're not getting semi-automatic rifles and shotguns. Well, look, this is, this is only driving the anti-Second Amendment agenda where let's, let's let our emotions override our intelligence. Yes. Yeah, because and it's the gun's fault. That's exactly what the we're seeing The gun made here. me do yeah. it. Could you imagine if these guns were left unattended? Uh, the, the rampage. <laughs> yeah, the rampage. The they would have gone on. Uh, you know, this, and they have to have the storage facilities. They have to go through these incredible treks, uh, you know, uh, checks they have to go through. They have to have their drug testing. They have to have psychiatric testing. It's, it's amazing what's going on there in New Zealand. And yet again, one nut goes out, does all of this, tells you ahead of time, writes it down, the hate that he wants, and clearly... It's the gun's fault, not, not this moron, not sure. this guy. Let's, let's, push, let's yeah. further push the agenda down the road. Yeah. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios when we get back from the break. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. The Keltec PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, 
a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTechUSA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love bourbon? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love whiskey? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love America? Boundary Oak Distillery. Then you'll love Boundary Oak Distillery. With names like Patton Armored Diesel, Sinful 69, and Lincoln Straight Bourbon, you can't go wrong. Boundary Oak Distillery. Located in the hills of central Kentucky, Boundary Oak Distillery is the first licensed distillery in Hardin County since Prohibition. Boundary Oak Distillery. Boundary Oak Distillery is a proud supporter of military service members and their families. Boundary Oak Distillery. Learn more today about Boundary Oak Distillery and where you can get some at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. That's BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Boundary Oak Distillery. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Mike. The following segment is brought to you by Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you like bourbon? Do you like America? Then you're going to love Boundary Oak Distillery. Check them out today at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal a Cell Phone and Pistol Studios. Hey, we're going to talk to you about uh, some people in the sporting goods industry. Now, these people, you might know them, they're, they're dicks. Dicks. Yeah, they're dicks, sporting goods. Don't you, dump you, us down. You, 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 know, you know them. Um, over there, we've talked about them several times before. Uh, they let me see how much we get, we go with this. Um, um, after the, the 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 shooting last year at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School down in Parkland, Florida, yeah, uh, they uh, Dix immediately came out and said, um, oh, we're 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 not selling evil black rifles anymore, evil black assault rifles." No, we're not going to do that. No, no, because no. those are guns are bad. They're they're bad. They're bad. They're evil. They're evil guns. They clearly wander the streets. At night, looking for Rampaging trouble. Rampaging in, in, yeah, yeah. in packs. Yep. Uh, you know, they, they, they must be controlled. They must be contained. Uh, so Dix removed the evil black sporting good 
Excuse me, excuse me, Dick's Sporting Goods removed the evil black rifle from uh, their inventory. Now, I've given you, we've talked to a couple about this a couple of times. First off, uh, um, the, you know, what, what happened to Dick's? Their sales declined. They lost, no. they lost stocks. Their sales declined. But don't worry, it's because of Under Armour. Right. They blamed it on Under Armour at the time because they said, well, we got a new line of Under Armour in, so more people are buying Under Armour than they're buying guns. Because I know, Bill, when I'm looking to go buy a four or $500 firearm, I'm, I'm easily distracted by Under Armour, and I buy all that instead. Now, listen, uh, an Under well, Armour t-shirt is like 40 much, bucks, but you know. I was gonna say, but, yeah. but think of how many, t- you can get, well, that's like 10. Yeah, it's, like, it's, it's, it's exactly right. Now, if you were buying somebody else's, it'd be like. Hundred, but right, that's right. It. But it's but under they, armor. But yeah. they're they're wicking. Yes, yeah, the moisture, moisture wicking. Moisture yes, wicking. Exactly right. You can get them, and you can get what is it? A triple extra large to fit your arm. Yes, they make them them uh, them them. Well, the, their most the most popular size is the medium. The medium. Yeah, I, I got it. Actually, I got an extra medium. Oh, that's okay. what I got. Yeah, the extra medium. Is that when you're bouncing? Yeah, exactly. Right, right. I got to bounce. Got to bounce. Uh, Dick Sporting Goods removes the guns from 125 stores amid slumping sales. Now, now they've decided. Uh, you know, we're going to take all the rest of the guns out of these, uh, out of another 125 stores. But before they did that, they said that, that we're no longer going to sell to anybody under 21. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Who cares what the law says? Yeah. Forget the law. We're, we're not going to sell to under 21. Forget the law. They got in trouble for this in Oregon because Oregon uh, went to their state Supreme Court and said, you cannot age discriminate. If it's legal, you cannot age discriminate. So they got, there was them and Walmart, I believe, that got, uh, I got their I got their their butt spanked up there. But it's for the children. It's for the children. You have to understand. For the children. You have to understand if we can, if we can let them go to war at eighteen, if we can let them drive a car at sixteen, if they can you know pay into taxes for the rest of their life at eighteen years old, then they shouldn't be allowed to protect themselves until they're twenty one. Oh well, that just makes sense. Yeah, yeah, absolutely right. You don't see the legitimacy in that argument. Oh, well, listen, you know, I think we should take all these eighteen to twenty year olds and just set them out gathering up all these renegade guns that are running around, and then they could keep them and be defending themselves. You know, I like that idea. Yeah, yeah, that way they, they'd all have something to do. Uh, Dix, on the other hand, says uh, that they're going to remove all the firearms from those 121, 25 stores. Ooh, that's, that's a big market. The, the move follows the company's ban on assault-style weapons last year after the Parkland shooting. CEO Ed Stack, and we've talked to you about Ed Stack. Ed Stack's a big guy there at Dix. Uh, he's the CEO. He said that they will pull hunting gear from 125 stores starting in around August to, in response to the slumping sales in those stores. Let me tell you why the sales are slumping in those stores. Because you're not selling all firearms. You're discriminating against people that can purchase firearms from 18 to 20 years old, as the major pointed out. You're discriminating against uh, the types of firearms that can be purchased in the store. So people are saying, I'm not going there. I'm not going there for any firearms kind of thing because I'm not going to get it. They've, you know, they've decided to pull you know, nitpick, you know, certain items out of the store and I can't get them anymore. And I want to tell you this because we did point this out. I went to a local Dick's here about a month ago. Guess what they got? They got 30 round magazines. Oh, so we're just, we're talking a good game. Yeah. They're they're, once again, talking a good game. Remember after Sandy Hook shooting uh, back in December of 2012, Dick's pulled all of the assault style rifles. Again, folks, misnomer. There's no, a rifle doesn't assault you. The, the rifle is just a rifle. But their so-called assault rifles, they pulled them all out of the stores. And that lasted about a year and a half until they realized that this was happening, that they were losing money, and they put them back in. Well, yeah, but they didn't tell you that they put no, them back in. No, they didn't tell you put them back in, but they sure did make a big deal out about it when they said, we got rid of them again. Right. Yeah. Because uh, it's for the children. It's for the children. It's for the children. It's obviously for the children. The, uh, Dick says they did this because Nicholas Cruz, who was the shooter at Parkland, had purchased a gun from that Dick store. 
and he was under 20 at the time. Or excuse me, he was under 21 at the time. Um, but he was 18 or older. Correct. And he purchased a shotgun, which was not, not used, used in the, in the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School shooting. Well, um, obviously, it's the, the, the shotgun was probably off rampaging someplace else. Oh, it had someplace else to be. It obviously did. It doesn't have the kind of safety that you see on many handguns. So traditional firearms. Traditional firearms. So right. uh, if left unattended, it, it's much more dangerous. Uh, again, poking fun at uh, Kelly uh, McManus there uh, from the story from last segment. Tully. Yes, Kelly. Kelly. Yeah, Tully McManus. Yeah, Catherine. Tully. Catherine. Tully. Catherine. Tully. Catherine. Hyphenated McManus. Catherine. Yeah, Catherine Tully hyphen McManus. That's her. <laughs> Got it right. Here That's it is. her. There we yeah. go. Uh, hunting products started vanishing from the Dick's uh, stores last fall as retailers swapped those items for products such as kayaks and baseball gear. Uh, just want to let you know that Dick's always had kayaks and baseball gear. What that is from Dick's is a lie. That's another lie from Dick's telling you that we're moving from one gear to another. Uh, just, just another bold-faced lie from Dick, where they say they also halted sales of their high-capacity magazines. Let me tell you what they did. They may have stopped purchasing high-capacity magazines to put them in their inventory. Well, we're going to sell what we have on hand. Because you know what happened when, the, when they went back to the firearms and accessory distributors and said, we want to give these back to you? They said, no. <laughs> Thanks, we've already been paid for them. Yeah, thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, we're not giving you any money back. Uh, so, so that's what happened with those. Dicks just lies. They're lying to you. They're lying to everyone. They're trying to make themselves look better with this media campaign that this is, again, who's it for, Bill? It's for the children. It's for the children. This is for the children. It has nothing to do with the 11% drop, immediate drop in their <laughs> stock nope. when they announced this. Yep. Because I believe I, I called you giggling yep. about that. Because exactly. my pension plan isn't tied to dicks. Exactly right. Goods. Uh, the same year prior to this, they had uh, a 3.1% uh, drop over, over their, their, their store sales. Uh, you know, when they went through the last round of, we're banning this, we're banning that. Let me, let me tell you something. I want to give you a little, little insight uh, in, in Dick's. Um, there used to be a stores called Sports Unlimited. Do you remember Sports Unlimited? Yes, I do. Okay. Do you remember Sports Authority? Very much so. Okay. It's like Lionel Playworld. Exactly right. Um, with Sports Authority and Sports Unlimited, they used to sell firearms. Used to sell firearms in their stores. Used to sell firearms, used to sell accessories. And that wasn't a gun store. It was a total sporting goods store. Whether you wanted some fishing gear, whether you were looking for some baseball gear, with some archery stuff, some camping stuff, or it was some, uh, some, some marksmanship stuff. Well, see, that's going to be the next thing. It's the compound. Oh, the bows. bows yeah, yeah. And, and the crossbows. Sure. Um, the, uh, those stores had that Dick's had all of that. They started to get, uh, those stores. Now sports unlimited, I believe was a, was a regional store, but sports authority was a national chain and they started to get all high and mighty also. And you notice the, the firearms all disappearing and inside of five years, let me tell you why you've never heard of these stores because inside of five years, they went belly up because the people Out in this of business. Yeah, and this was before the giant social media camp, camp uh, campaigns that you see now people went in and said, Where's, well, where's the guns and ammo? Well, we don't, you know, we, we don't carry that anymore. It's corporate policy. And people were just turning around, turning on heel and walking out. You but know, it's for the children. Yeah, Dix, you can whine and complain and try and make this story read any way you want it to read. You're running, you're running from the Constitution. You're running from, from being an American. You're running from, from, from supporting the Second Amendment. You're falling down on the American people. You're falling down on yourselves. You're lying to yourselves. You may, I don't know, maybe somebody's got some, some photos of you, Ed Stack. I have no idea. But this nonsense about 
it's for the children and that you're taking firearms out and it's for the good of the community just means you're taking away a place that law-abiding citizens can go buy a firearm and defend themselves legally from crazies like Nicholas Cruz, okay? That's all you're doing. You are punishing the law-abiding citizen. Well, the other people that are going to punish us because they're heading down this road. The company's going to business. So how many other people are going to be out of work? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, more people. There, there's no, not going to be any job retraining when, uh, when Dix goes out of business. It's just going to be more people that are you know, walking to, to the unemployment line. You know, that's what's happened. We saw, listen, we saw last week, we talked about uh, Dick's up in the Northwest. We had uh, the, in California it was, we had the, the young man that worked there and, and stopped a, a police officer from being assaulted. Dick's fired him. Dick's fired him. The police gave him a job, though. Put him in the academy. There you go. Yeah, so, uh, so don't be a dick. Don't shop at Dick's. There you go. That's, that's the way it goes. Hey, stick around. When we get back, we'll have some Major Bill and some Fallen Hero. We'll see you after the break. <laughs> Forty kilometers northwest of Kandahar, Afghanistan, at a remote desert military base, American soldiers are playing video games. There are cold drinks, coffee, snacks, and comfy chairs. There's an internet connection, a putting green, frisbees, and footballs. There are DVDs, books, games, and guitars. There are toothbrushes, shaving cream, body wipes, and shampoo. This is today's USO. It's the USO to go program. With all of the above and more, selected and ordered directly by the troops themselves, packaged and shipped anywhere in the world. Today, it's just one of the ways the USO supports our troops, lifts their spirits, and serves as the link between them and the American people. People just like you. To donate and to find out more about the USO, visit us at USO.org. The USO, until everyone comes home. First time that we saw combat as a unit, it was more surreal than anything. You're under fire, you're getting blown up. There's definitely adrenaline. There was the explosion. And I remember just opening my eyes and it got both of my legs. I had surgery after surgery and I was on a lot of pain medicine. What's gonna happen next and how long am I gonna be here? The Wounded Warrior Project dropped off a backpack for me. And it had everything in there that I could possibly have needed at that time. Peer visitors, people who have been where I had been before, said, look, brother, everything's going to be okay. Three months from now, four months from now, a year from now, you'll be fine. That type of thing is an invaluable service. To be honest, I don't know if I would be as well adjusted as I am now if it wasn't for them. To learn more, call 1-877-832-6997 or visit woundedwarriorproject.org. We all play a role in keeping our community safe. Every day, we move in and out of each other's busy lives. It's easy to take for granted all the little moments that make up our every day. Some are good, others not so much. But that's life. It's when something doesn't seem quite right that it's time to pay attention. Because only you know what's not supposed to be in your every day. So protect your every day. If you see something suspicious, say something to local authorities. Young men just don't seem to listen to the radio anymore. They're too busy with their earpods and TV games. It's iPods and video games? Whatever. 
Point is, young men are probably not listening to me right now, but they will listen to you. So I need you to remind them to register with Selective Service when they turn 18. It's an easy way to keep the door open to important benefits like college loans and government jobs. And it's the law. So please feel free to remind them to go to SSS.gov or any post office to register. I heard that. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Earl. The Fallen Hero segment of Arms Room Radio is proudly brought to you by MaxLawOrlando.com. Army Corporal Gary L. Moore died March 16, 2009, serving during Operation Iraqi Freedom. Moore, 25, of Dell City, Oklahoma, was assigned to the 978th Military Police Company, 93rd Military Police Battalion, Fort Bliss, Texas. He was killed in action in Baghdad, Iraq, of wounds sustained when an improvised explosive device struck his vehicle. Officials at Fort Bliss say Moore was a military policeman who joined the Army in January 2007 and was appointed to the rank of Corporal in January 2009. Moore was previously stationed at Fort Leonardwood, Missouri and deployed to Iraq with his company in June of 2008 to help provide training and oversight of the Iraqi police force. Fort Bliss officials say Moore's, Moore's awards included the National Defense Service Medal, the Army Service Ribbon, the Purple Heart, which was awarded to him posthumously. Army Corporal Gary L. Moore, you are not forgotten. If you or a family member or a friend have any legal issues whatsoever, feel free to give me a call at 407-480-2179 or on my cell at 407-467-4960 and I will do everything I can to see if you can get the answers you need for your friends or family or yourself whatever your legal issue is. Folks, if you'd like to hear, uh, you know, someone that you've heard of, someone that you know, it's a relative, it's somebody read in a book, somebody seen in a movie on the Fallen Hero segment, any public servant that's uh, lost their lines in the line of duty, just reach out to us at armsroomradio.com. You can get us there or go to the Facebook page. It's uh, facebook.com slash armsroomradio. Hey, on the line with us, by on the line, I mean by on the microphone right next to me, we have the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Please welcome back to the program, Major Bill. Ground controls a major bill. And it is great to be here in studio with you today. In the studio. In the studio. This is Studio 55. You know that? Is it? Uh, well. This is better in Studio a little, 54. A little bit. A little Just one more. One more. One more. Just a little bit better. A little bit better. Uh, how are you doing today, sir? And how are things in the worlds of law enforcement? Uh, things are going well. Uh, can't complain. You know, it's, uh, it, it is what it is. We're out there uh, holding that thin blue line. Right, right. Keeping the, uh, keeping the wolves at bay from the sheep. There you go. Because we are the sheepdogs. There you go. There you are. There you are. Uh, you know, that's unless, of course, you have somebody, you know, says uh, that you could do your job better if you were disarmed. Yes, <laughs> yes. Because we <laughs> see how well that's working in England for yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, you, you have a story today about, uh, about the disarming of police. Yes, yes, I do. So let's, uh, let's jump on Google Earth, because, you know, I like the Googles. And we're going to head out there to uh, California. 
California. California. You know, our good friend Craig Deleuze. Yes. Out there behind enemy lines there uh, in, in California. Yep, yep. But, of course, one of the bastions of knowledge out there, the University of California uh, University System, but specifically yep. uh, University of California, Santa Barbara Student Government unanimously approved a resolution demanding, demanding. They made a demand. They made a demand that university administrators disarm their campus police officers. Well, listen, it's a millennial demand. Either they do it or they'll have uh, the, the school disbanded. You know? Yes, that's, I'm, that's I'm what sure. we're going to do. Well, I'm supporters sure. of the resolution, which passed <laughs> by the Associated Students Senate. So, you know, they, they adopt the terminology yeah. <laughs> of, a, of a free democratic uh, republic. Ah, nice. But, you know, so we're, we're doing this. Uh, claim that having armed law enforcement officers on campus is, it, it's bad, bad for student <laughs> mental health. And causes students to live in perpetual fear and tension. Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, there's law enforcement officers protecting me, so I'm in fear. Absolutely. And, and of course, the, right. uh, one of the, the students out there, Ricardo Urbide, right. uh, who authored the bill, said that it should never get to a point where a trained officer has to use their weapon in any sort of capacity towards a student. And that there are a lot of non-lethal ways that a police officer can make sure that a situation doesn't escalate. You, you know, I'll agree with Ricardo here for a moment where he says it should never get to a point where a trained officer has to. Well, I agree. It should never get to that point. No, because they should comply you go. with the orders of the officer. Yep, yep. If they tell you to stop what you're doing, maybe you should stop. Yep. You know, not whip out your cell phone and say, why? You can't tell me what to do. Well, if it's against good order and discipline and it violates somebody else's rights and freedoms, then you should stop. I think maybe you should start carrying little trophies with law enforcement. That we way they can, can just, when, anytime you confront them, you just hand them their trophy. Well, you know, they said that uh, uh, having the uh, University of California and, and any of their campuses be armed is something that should not be happening, especially the University of California Police Department. They should not be armed. Especially, you know, because you know, the ones who are trained law enforcement officers that work on the college campus to ensure all people, whether they're students, whether they're employees, whether they're visitors, to maintain their safety at all times, it's the officers that shouldn't be on. Absolutely. And, and here, to show you the intelligence level that <laughs> they're teaching out there in the, in the University of California, uh, they said that there is no reason, none whatsoever, why police shouldn't just use non-lethal tactics to stop active shooters or similar threats on campus. Boomerangs. You could throw boomerangs at their ankles. Well, stop, or I'll say stop again. That's right. Exactly right. Hold on a second. I got this. It's got a little reference here on the bottom. Um, do you, okay, listen, University of California, Santa Barbara, do you know what the minimum SAT requirement score is to get into the school? Well, is that before or after you paid? Oh, yeah, well, that's, that's true. This is, this is for the paying students. Oh, no, no. What is it for the paying students? It's potato. Potato. It's potato. Okay. Yeah, that's, well, that's, that's what it is. Well, so I guess if you reach onion level. Yeah. Yeah, you're in. If you get in, you get onions in. Because there's multiple, many layers in an onion. Well, it could be. Yeah, yeah. And, and private Callista knows all about being an onion versus <laughs> yeah. a potato. Yeah. So, onion versus potato, folks. That's, that's right. That's, uh, but, you know, Irbide complained that officers have been over-policing <laughs> the university's off-campus Halloween festivities. And that's one of the reasons why that they shouldn't have guns. Yeah, listen, we're underage kids, and we'd really like to do drugs and alcohol over here legally. And the police keep bothering us, so... We'd really like them to not be here and, oh, yeah, make them unarmed also. 
Yeah, but, you know, if, wait a second. It's, you know, five years ago. Six students were murdered and 14 more were wounded during a massacre that was carried out by another student, Elliot Roger, uh, who went to the campus there, where Roger brutally stabbed his three roommates to death before he jumped into his car, took off across yep. town, uh, and firing indiscriminately through the ensuing eight-minute rampage right. that only ended after he fatally shot himself. So Correct. maybe that's what police officers should do. I mean, we had, it's like swatting, yep. but opposite. Yeah. You know, yeah. the police can get on, on the, 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 the bullhorn or the, <laughs> the, the, the speaker there and say, right. shoot yourself, shoot yourself now. Do it. You have to do it. Do it. What are you, a I don't think, I don't think you're going to do it. You don't have the guts. Yeah, that's, this is, uh, this is one of them stories that, uh, you, you know, you, you look at these students and you think, uh, you know, first off, it's California. So that my first question for anybody in California is, um, do, do, are you a citizen? You know, because because California is evidently uh, the Gavin Newsom or their 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 mayor, excuse me, their mayor, their governor, uh, is, wants to uh, allow open border between himself uh, down there and Mexico. Um, he's also taken the seven hundred twenty-seven, seven hundred twenty-seven, seven hundred thirty-seven people on death row in California and just gotten rid of the death penalty. So you, you mean know, that we, was after the folks out there voted to support the death penalty? Yes, yes. Yeah, you have to understand he's he he's a uh, he's more capable. Than, uh, than, than the citizens there of deciding. I, I understand this is what the will of the people is, but yeah. I'm going to disregard that. Yep, yep. So now you have these, uh, these, these students, these millennial students, uh, un unless there's some really old students, they're millennial, millennial students. Or xenial. Yeah, oh yeah, so I did see the xenials. Um, that's, that's, maybe I'd save that topic for another one. It's a, a new, it, this is part of the millennials. The xenials are part of the millennials that say we're not part of them. Right. That's, you know, that's not us. That's not us. Well, it's um, amazing how, as the millennials get older, they start waking up and going, damn, I was stupid. Yeah, 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 very, very true. Very true. Um, the, uh, this, this, this diatribe from uh, the, the students there and the, the, what is it, the student senate that they want these law enforcement officers unarmed, just, it, it's just ridiculous. It's, it goes against every, uh, you know, piece of gun, good order and, 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 and law enforcement technique that we know and, I'm going to let you finish it out. Well, this you is know, they, they, make, they make a demand that, you know, there shouldn't be armed police, but they don't offer any way that uh, the, the group plans to combat an active shooter when they're on campus without well, an armed police force. Right, well, they should never. It's just, you know, listen, you just put up a sign that says, you know, there, there is no, there's no crime here. I get an idea. Yeah. We put up signs that say, this is a gun-free zone. Yeah, there you go. Nobody can shoot there. That's right. No, Nobody we can't, can we can't have that. Shoot. Nobody can shoot. But, you know, it's, it, having armed police is going to affect the way, uh, the ability for students to function. We can't have it. Take us out, sir. All right, so all my <laughs> brothers and sisters in blue, remember, wear your vest, wear your seatbelt, always check, uh, go home at the end of shift. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Zone from Pistol Studios. We will see you right after the break. The Keltec PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. 
Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! Thank you for calling Next Level Training. This is Jen. How can I help you today? Hi, Jen. This is Mike. Is this the home of the Next Level Training CERT SIRT training pistol? It sure is. Jen, do you have military discounts? Of course. How about law enforcement discounts? Law enforcement and military always receive 20% off of Next Level Training. Wow, that's awesome. What about if I'm an instructor? We also have specific packages designed exactly for instructors. Jen, what if I want to buy a lot of them all at once? Yeah, we offer volume pricing. Are the CERT pistols made in America? Right here in Washington State. Do the CERT pistols have a warranty? All of our CERT training pistols come with a one-year warranty. How can I purchase one? You can purchase one online anytime at nextleveltraining.com, or you can purchase one over the phone with me. Jen, can you answer one last question for me? Yeah. Will you go to the prom with me? Not a chance. Thanks for calling, though. If you want your very own CERT SIRT training pistol, just go to nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com. And be sure to tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. Hi, this is Mike, and I'm a satisfied client. Self-defense issue? Max. Law. Orlando. Car crash or personal injury? Max. Law. Orlando. Does your business have a lawyer of record? Max. Law. Orlando. Gun problems? Max. Law. Orlando. Do you provide a product or service but can't afford a lawyer? Max. Law. Orlando. Do you have a full-service law firm on speed dial? Max. Law. Orlando. Then these guys can make you a deal. Check them out at maxlaworlando.com for all your legal needs. This commercial has been paid for by The Arms Room. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Earl. The following segment is brought to you by Snagman. Snagmag is the premier concealment holster for your magazine. Check them out today at snagmag.com. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal a Cell Phone a Pistol a Studios. Thank you, Major Bill. Thank you for joining us this uh, this 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 show here with us again. This this is the plan for all four of us, and it, it just worked out rather well that. Uh, um, you, you were here because Earl had uh, a little bit, a little bit further under the weather than he thought he was going to be after the procedure, and uh, and Kevin's out there, uh, you know, uh, have JD will will uh, will travel, you know, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, he's he's a, he's, the, he's a traveling lawyer, you know. When when uh, when uh, when the when the paying customer yeah, comes yeah. a calling, when, when the client comes a calling, he goes, he gets it going. So. Absolutely. Uh, That's so, why I have him on retainer. Yeah, yeah, me too, me too. So listen, since you're here, we could not go without a Florida man story. <laughs> No, no, we can't. We can't get past Florida man. So we we have a little bit of a, a Florida man story here. We're going to give you. Uh, this is this is out of the Florida. Obviously, it's Florida man. Well, I guess you know you could have Florida man somewhere else, right? Well, if they're from Florida and doing something Florida-ish somewhere else, then it is a Florida man story. I bet you there's probably you know there's law enforcement in, in Oklahoma and they come across some ridiculous crime, and when the bad guy says he's from Florida, that they immediately you know put that out there. That way, people know. 
this wasn't an Which Oklahoma it's not, guy. This, yeah. this, this, not home <laughs> this is not normal. Yeah, remember this is not the, normal old, the old game, seven, uh, six degrees of Kevin Bacon? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely, six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Yeah, it's... Uh, you know, it's it's one of those things where it's going to be six degrees of Florida. Six degrees, yeah, yeah, six degrees of Florida. That's, yeah. that's exactly yeah. what it's going to be. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It's, it's something stupid and criminal <laughs> is going to come back to Florida. That's it. I like that. Yeah, you know what? That's I, 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 we got to find a way to do that. All the stupid things that happen around the world, I bet they're six degrees from Florida. Absolutely. And you know <laughs> what? It doesn't just confine itself to the citizens of Florida. Right. It also goes to our elected officials. Absolutely. Here we have Florida Senate Bill thirteen ten. This is a new uh, new legislation that's being pushed forward here in uh, in Florida. This is minors posting firearms on social media, but it has a better name. The go ahead. <laughs> the, this is uh, folks. This is again. This is Florida. This is also being referred to as the anti nerf law. Anti nerf law. If you look at this, if you look up this article, you'll see that there's a there's a youngster there with this giant yellow, red, green nerf shooting contraption. Right. That would be in violation of this proposed statute. And they would be a felon. <laughs> uh, this was uh, put well, forward. <laughs> well, he'd be a misdemeanor at this point. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but if you do it again, you'd be a felon. That's right. Uh, no, it is not a joke introduced by Senator Jason uh, Pizzo and a companion bill in the House, House Bill 1165 by Representative Jones, both Democrats out of Florida. This is minors posting firearms on social media, prohibiting the posting or publishing of a picture of a firearm. Okay. All right, I, I could see where you get some uh, you get some kid, and uh, maybe he's seventeen, he's sixteen, he's holding a you know he's holding a he's, he's holding a Glock, and he's pointing it at some other kid or something like that. And well, not only that, he has we, a firearm without being under the supervision of an adult. Right, but we're also seeing a lot of these kids. You know, they, they'll find a firearm, or they'll have a firearm, or, or even a BB gun that looks like a firearm. Correct, and they'll post it on there and say. Uh, y'all better not go to school tomorrow because I'm going right. to shoot this place up. Right, right. And so exactly. we're seeing a lot of the threats uh, communicated by electronic device, right? Uh, which you know causes us in law enforcement to take notice. Sure, you have to. Listen, you have to treat it as a threat until you prove otherwise. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and then we deal with that appropriately. Yep. So this but is the, the the law goes on to say that a minor who posts or publishes a picture of a firearm. Yep. BB gun, BB guns, air or gas operated yep. gun, like an airsoft. Yep, yep. Or device displayed to resemble a firearm to a social media page, post, profile, or account that is openly visible to the public commits a misdemeanor in the first degree. So that means if it's a private account and you're sending it to your friend, it's okay. Yeah. yeah. Now, yeah. if I chew my pop tart into the shape of a gun, oh boy, I mean that falls in. It, it it's displayed to resemble a firearm, right? Uh, you know, this is this is. The way this is written, it says posting or publishing of a picture of a firearm, which means I could hold a picture of a firearm. Yes. You could take a picture of me holding a picture of a firearm, and I would still be in violation. Yes, you would. <laughs> um, it says air or gas-operated gun. You know what else is an air-operated gun? Super soakers. Water pistols. Yes. Those are air-operated well, guns. What about all our good friends out there in the construction industry with the, the nail guns? Oh, you're right. That's right. Yeah. Those are, those are air-powered guns. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, but anyway, it says a minor who posts or published a picture of a firearm, BB gun, air or gas operated or device displayed to resemble a firearm, displayed to resemble a firearm, uh, to a social media page, post profile or account that is openly visible to public, as you stated, commits a misdemeanor of the second, or excuse me, first misdemeanor degree. of the first, first degree. And in Florida, a misdemeanor of the first degree is punishable by, I forget the fine amount, but it's up to six months in jail. No, first uh, is, uh, is up to can't one, year. one year. One year. Can't exceed one year. And a thousand dollar fine. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so, so making fun of our friend Ralphie from Christmas story, it says <laughs> if Ralphie 
happens to post a picture of himself with a red rider on Instagram, he'll be committing a misdemeanor of the first degree, penalized by the definitive by a definite term of imprisonment not exceeding one year and a fine of $1,000. Ladies and gentlemen, allow me to please present the dumbest Florida legislators of the week, Senator Pizzo and Representative Jones. There you go. There you go. Florida man strikes again, this time from the halls of the legislature. Yes, up there in <laughs> Tallahassee. Yep. God help us all. We, we really <laughs> need this. Now, now I got a question. Yes, sir. Is if I am a juvenile and I take a picture of myself okay. holding my brand new gun. Yes. And it's on a private account. Right. But you're one of my friends and then you publish that picture. Ooh. Because it yeah. says here that it had an account that is openly visible to the public. Yeah. So can I do that? I don't know. Would that be conspiracy to commit? Would that be uh, accessory after the fact? Uh, I don't know. Would that be an attempted crime? Ooh. Culpable negligence? So that's, a, that's a, a picture. Depraved indifference? A picture of you <laughs> holding a gun. A picture of you holding a gun. So it's, it's like a double picture. Yeah. What if it's me holding a picture of you holding a picture of a gun? Oh. And we're juveniles. Yeah. That's, that's like a, uh, we need Kevin in yeah, here. Yeah, we need Kevin Bacon there. That's, that's, well, yeah, we need that's Kevin Bacon. six Baker. degrees of Kevin but separation. I, I, I think that's like a capital felony <laughs> yeah, at go. that point. Now, did you have permission to publish my picture of the picture of the gun? Doesn't matter. It doesn't, it does not say that permission is a, uh, is an element of the crime. So this would be something like a statutory rape law where, uh, the, the, the age is all that matters. It doesn't matter if she has an ID that says she's 21. It's a, it's an, it's an, it's a definitive defense. You know, you, but you can't what if, it. what if the gun is under 21? Ooh, yeah. Mm. So it'd be like a Gen 2 Glock. Something right. Something like that. Right. I love a good Gen 2 Glock. Gen 2 is the best gen. Uh, of, of, I, I'm just a, a slick slide down there, you know, the grip, um, uh, not all the extra, extra bells and whistles on it, just your pure shooting machine. All those, you know, don't need those fancy finger grooves. No, don't need them. Don't need them. I'm, I'm, you know, my hands are too big for them finger grooves anyway. Uh, let me give you a little something out of Kentucky just for those that are uh, listening to us out of the, uh, out of the, out of the, the, the mid-Atlantic there. Kentucky Governor Matt Bevin signed into law NRA back measure, which uh, will allow people to carry concealed without a permit NRA back. This just means the NRA supported it, same way I supported it. How come they don't say arms room radio supported? Bevin signed Senate Bill 150 into law Monday, this past Monday. It allows Kentuckians 21 or older who can lawfully possess a firearm to be able to conceal it without a permit. This is commonly called constitutional carry, folks. The Constitution is your Second Amendment carry permit. Bill supporters say the bill reinforces Kentuckians' constitutional rights while some opponents uh, feel it will only increase gun violence. Okay, everybody has said, since we started coming back with concealed carry permits, 1986, 1987, Florida was the first one, that if we did this, there'd be blood on the streets. It'd be Old West-style shootouts in the parking lots of every gas station over parking spaces. Well, you know, if we, we did have that, and, you know, there'd be a lot of people who'd be less offended out there. Yeah, it's exactly right. An armed society is a polite society. And we know that that's crap, by the way, that, uh, this is, that now that you have constitutional carry everybody's going to be out there carrying a gun untrained. What you're going to see is more people getting training now because they know they don't have to take the silly two-hour state course. They want to take a real course, an eight-hour course, a, a full-week course. They're going, to take it, they're going to take themselves much more responsibly. Well, this you know, makes, that's, that's, that's another great thing coming out of Kentucky, yeah. much like our good friends there at Boundary Oak. Boundary Oak Distillery. Yeah, exactly mm. right. Uh, this makes the, uh, the total now of states that have constitutional carry up to 16. Uh, giving them to you is... Alaska, Arizona, Arkansas, Idaho. Idaho, that's for residents only. So if you're, you're next door in Montana, don't walk over there. Uh, Kansas, Kentucky, Maine, Mississippi, Missouri, New Hampshire, North Dakota. Again, that's residents only and concealed carry only in North Dakota. Oklahoma, South Dakota, Vermont, West by God, Virginia, uh, and Wyoming for residents only. 
there are some states with limited form of permitless carry, Illinois, uh, unloaded and fully enclosed weapon and loaded magazine. You know, there's some, some weird ones out there. No reason to get into them. And there are states out there like Pennsylvania that have open carry, uh, excuse me, that have constitutional carry for open carry. But this is, these are the 16 concealed carry constitutional states now. Well, and again, we're just, we're pushing that in the right direction. Yeah. And that's, that's where we need to go. Exactly. Because right. the armed citizen is the law enforcement officer's best friend. Exactly right. You're the, you, the police might be the first responder, but you are the responder. You know? You're the, the primary responder. Yeah. Hey folks, thanks for joining us this week. Thanks for, uh, for Earl for, for calling in, uh, you know, uh, best wishes to him getting better. Uh, Kirk Chilberg calling in and, uh, and, and, and listen, exercise your second member rights responsibly. Absolutely. And all my good friends in law enforcement, brothers and sisters of blue, wear your vest, wear your seatbelt, check your six, always go home at the end of your shift. If you aren't ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. And remember, keep your head on a swivel. The Keltec Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. If you carry concealed, how do you carry your backup magazine? On your belt? Loose in your pocket? Not at all? Snag Mag is the solution. It's the original concealed pocket magazine holster that looks like you're carrying a pocket knife. Concealed in plain sight and designed for a fast reload, you can be confident your backup ammo is exactly where you need it when you need it. Find your holster today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com because there's no such thing as extra ammo.